We've all had setbacks, and uh, sometimes we get some that are more of a doozy than others. You know, I want to talk today about the law of relativity. I've picked this topic because it's something we all employ every day, whether or not we know it. When we use it properly, life gets better. When we use it improperly, which is the default setting for most of us, life seems hard. The law of relativity states that nothing we experience is fundamentally good nor bad. Just like the immutable fact that energy is, each life experience we have also just is. Our mind has three main components. The conscious mind, our aware mind, which is what the conscious mind is. The subconscious mind, which keeps our life-sustaining functions operating automatically. And the third component is our body, which is the tool of the mind. Remember, we're not a body, we live in a body. So if you go stub your toe, you can remember, I'm not a body, I live in a body, I'm not a body, I live in a body. And sometimes that can help you get through. When we gather data with our five physical senses, the information comes in with no inherent significance. It is our conscious mind which attaches meaning to the data input. Our conscious mind decides whether the experience is good or bad, strongly influenced by programs that are running constantly in the background of our subconsciousness. For example, if an income check arrives in the mail for $4,000, the figure just is. It simply is what it is. For a person who has a subconscious program running that says he is accustomed to receiving income checks for $1,500 at a time, the $4,000 check he sees is good and would probably initiate very positive feelings. However, for a person whose subconscious program says that he is accustomed to receiving income checks of $22,000 at a time, the $4,000 check will appear bad and may initiate feelings of panic and despair. Well, what's the truth? The truth is that the $4,000 check just is. Without conscious mind interception, the person who sees it as bad will begin to feel bad and by law his body will begin to move into a negative state or a negative vibration if you will. In this condition he is cut off from his personal link to inspiration. Let me say that again. When you are in a negative vibration you're cut off from your personal link to inspiration, the instinctive part of you that can lead you to the very solution you need in that situation. So in order to keep the channels of inspirational guidance open you need to remember that the $4,000 check is not good nor bad, it just is. And your conscious mind has a God-given ability to purposely assign a positive meaning to the data input. Let me say that again. Your conscious mind has a God-given ability to purposely, by choice, assign a positive meaning to the data input. By assigning a positive meaning to it and feeling good about it, by law your body will move into a positive state or a positive vibration and open the way for the solution to be eventually discovered. How does this happen? Well, if you choose a grateful and positive state, no matter what the circumstances are, you not only keep the channels open with God, but also prepare yourself to make connections with the right people who will say or do the right things to trigger the ideas which will open the way for you to come out on top in the long run, without fail, so long as you persevere in the positive, hopeful, and expectant state. Because people around you will be attracted to you and your purpose, and you'll find the right help from the right people just at the right time.
The law of relativity can help this happen, and here's how. Whatever life delivers, know this. It just is. It is not good, it is not bad, until you compare it to something else. If you constantly feel life has been beating you down, it's because you have conditioned yourself to expect it should have delivered something different. You have decided that what has happened should not have happened to you. However, the truth is that what has happened in your life is perfect, providing you gifts disguised as hardships, delivered on schedule according to a combination of natural law, your thoughts and actions, and the grand design of things so that you could have opportunity through your free agency to find the seed of equal or greater benefit promised by Napoleon Hill and become a better, happier, more fulfilled person in the long run. What is, is perfect. That disappointment, that heartache, that pain, that burden is perfect and is actually a gift. Think about it. Without the hardship, the benefit attached that does exist by law, though not generally obvious, could never be yours. The problem is that if we fail to discover the treasure contained in the hardship, we are given the privilege of experiencing it time and time again, until the lesson and benefit it contains is finally learned and enjoyed. Have you ever felt like you just keep having the same problems over and over and over again, and you're wondering, when is my life going to stop doing this to me? It's because there is a gift, there is a seed of equal or greater benefit contained in that hardship, and it will continue to be presented to you time and time again until you discover it. Once you discover it and utilize it for what it was meant, then you do move on and life changes, and you will find that your life can experience that quantum leap that you've been looking for. As James Allen describes in As a Man Thinketh, when a man completely and genuinely alters his thoughts about his problem and discovers the true perspective that God intends for him to adopt, it will become so out of harmony with his mentality that it falls out of his life as a garment is cast aside, and with the growth of opportunities which fit the scope of his expanding powers, he passes out of it forever. How, then, do we change the way we feel about our troubles? How can you possibly assign positive meaning to something that seems so intolerable? The answer? Use the law of relativity. Think about it. Think about how it could be worse. And simply generate feelings of gratitude that it isn't. Instead of using the law against yourself by constantly comparing your situation to others who appear more happy, Work with the law by comparing your situation to how much worse it was before, as the case may be, or to how much worse it could be. You have much to be grateful for, and genuine gratitude never goes unrewarded. Here is a true story to help you feel better about your situation, because I am confident that you are not financially worse off than this. Success Magazine did a piece on Donald Trump, and it stated, not everything has gone Trump's way. Of course, in the early 1990s, for example, Trump struggled to stay in business during a deep slump in the commercial real estate market. Unable to make payments on $9.2 billion in debt, that's right, $9.2 billion in debt, he writes that a low point came when he passed a beggar on the street and realized the beggar was worth $9.2 billion more than him. Wow! Here, at his low point, Trump actually used the law of relativity against himself. 
How would you like to be financially worth $9 billion less than a beggar? The good news is that he was smart enough to stop the negative thinking cycle and consciously choose his focus. The article continues, Trump says he recovered by concentrating on how to revive his business and not panicking over its problems. I focused on the solution, not the problems, he said. I was steadfast in my positive approach. Sure, I had a lot of big problems, but I regained my focus and just kept working at it, knowing it would work out. His $9.2 billion negative net worth turned into billions in a positive net worth through his commitment to disciplined thoughts and actions. He who thinks his lot is the hardest, financial or otherwise, has the greatest opportunity for joy and accomplishment, but it requires relearning his understanding of the way life works. He must be as humble as a child, choose to worry not what anyone thinks of him, turn to God and consider the possibility that if he learns how God wants him to think, life will finally begin to improve. If after changing his thinking a bit, life hasn't improved, or if he decides that he doesn't have the peace of mind and fulfillment that he seeks, then the thinking alteration process is just not quite complete. Too many people refuse to consider that the way they think could actually be completely wrong. Of those who consider the possibility, too many lack the determination to discover the truth, which can be an exciting and joyful journey, or it can be a time-consuming and uncomfortable process. Either way, he who submits to it until the process is complete will experience uncommon freedom and fulfillment, enjoying a degree of serenity and achievement that could never be comprehended before. So, how can a person know if his thinking is off kilter? Well, if he's unhappy, there is some new thinking that maybe God wants him to learn. We're meant to be happy. You know, perhaps he needs to begin by just choosing to believe that that statement is true, because it might not be his present way of thinking to believe so. Now, you might be thinking, no, he is unhappy because he needs to behave differently. Well, the fact is that all behavior springs forth out of that person's way of thinking. So if we want to change our behavior, we must begin with changed thoughts. If the behavior must be changed radically, then there must be a radical change in the way of our thinking. If we're unhappy, it is the unhappiness that is also a gift, an internal guidance system that keeps us searching until we find the answer. When the answer is found, we can experience true happiness, the kind that is deep and abiding. All aspirations have one ultimate purpose, to find happiness. When we cease to wait for external factors to cause us to be happy and rather find happiness and peace of mind just as our external factors are, ironically, that is when our circumstances finally begin to change. However, you must not seek the happiness now for the purpose of changing your circumstances or the happiness you find will not be the real thing. Your intentions will trap or liberate you depending on what they are. When happiness cannot be found as things are, then the promise, Seek and ye shall find, guarantees that if you seek happiness, and you intend to find it without any alteration of external factors, then I believe God will nudge you this way or that and give you suggested action steps in your heart that if you follow, you will surely find the way. Happiness is a natural byproduct of lawful living, and by lawful I mean by living the laws of God. These are not just the seven laws of success discussed in my Hidden Treasures book, but they also encompass the Ten Commandments and so forth. God's laws were established and given to show us the way to happiness. Living by law is not restrictive, but liberating. A kite might appear to be held down by the string, but when in reality, it is the restrictive string that keeps it in the air. Otherwise, it would be tossed about only to ultimately crash to the ground. 
Same goes for the laws of God. On the surface, it may appear that the laws are restrictive, keeping us from being free to do whatever we want to do. But like the kite without a string, when we disregard the laws of God, we feel free for a time, but we will eventually come crashing down. And the only way to return to the freedom of the skies, so to speak, is to re-adhere to His law and let the winds of life blow our way. Allow the hardships to be the wind that keeps you soaring. That's how to soar. That's the formula for success. Adhere to law and let the stormy winds of life blow. Don't wish for no wind. Don't wish for no hardships. Because without them you have no true joy. It's impossible. However, just because there is a stormy wind does not automatically mean the kite will fly. It must adhere to the string and face the wind head on. Ease will never compare to joy. So what is your goal? Are you looking for an easy life or happiness no matter what comes your way? This has been A Little Bit of Wisdom with Leslie Householder. Listen to her podcast and download her books free at a rarekindoffaith.com.